This is Pastoring Out Loud, a podcast for South Cities Church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Are you interested in learning more about our church? Go to southcities.church, which is our new website. (laughs) (laughs) It still brings me joy. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. Well, it's only been... 19 minutes since the last time you said it. That's true. (laughs) Just to let you guys in on a little secret, we're recording all of the Advent podcasts on the same day. So these have been back to back to back to back. (laughs) So, yeah. Anyway, Dave just counted. That's four. (laughs) Uh, Hey, guys. Matt, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm doing doing well. Dave? Great. Stacy? Good. Good. Hey, so this is this podcast is being released the Tuesday before Christmas. What's your favorite Christmas carol? Do you have one? Wow, you should see the faces <laughs> in the room right now. <laughs> Can't ask such a hard question when we haven't prepared. <laughs> I like a lot of them. Okay. <laughs> I like Mariah Carey's versions better. <laughs> <laughs> so you <laughs> <laughs> of all the things I thought were going to be said, that probably was the last thing and made me happier. This brings me joy. Good. Thank you. you. Feel Thanks, Matt. Thank you, thank you yeah. Jesus, for being with me yeah. in this moment. <laughs> I just remember. Like, so whatever the Christmas Carol is, her version is yeah. your favorite. So like, <laughs> I'm, all, I'm, I'm, all I'm thinking of is all I want for Christmas is you. So I don't know what you're referring to. That's the first song to. on the album, okay. but she sings other things I don't like listen. Oh Holy Night. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Holy Night. Yeah. At my last church, I was helping lead worship in Christmas season, and we were singing Oh, Holy Night. And as we were singing it, that's when I learned I only know the Mariah Carey version. Do yourself a favor. Did you guys do that version in church? (laughs) No, we did not. Do yourself a favor then, Matt, and look up Oh, Holy Night by David Phelps. Okay. Oh, man. Phelps with a PH? Yeah. Okay. Like Michael. Like, yeah. <laughs> you should look that up. See I if, will. See if Mariah Carey is still your favorite version. Okay. We'll do. <laughs> it's a Christmas carol challenge. Yeah. I won't play it now. What about you guys? Oh, Holy Night is up there. Yep. Um, I really like Joy to the World. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Which is actually about his second coming. Yep, it is. It's actually a second coming mm-hmm. uh, carol, not a first coming, but it works. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, and then I also I also really like um, "He Who Is Mighty," which mm. is a new carol mm-hmm. that's done. Mm-hmm. I, done is that Sovereign Grace? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, Stacy, can you pick? <laughs> I had to just look at my Christmas Spotify playlist yeah, just yeah. to yep. have some in my mind. I like "Come Thou Long Expected Jesus." Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um. Kind of like that is "O Come O Come Emmanuel." Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I sing it hoping for his second coming. Yeah. So. Yeah. O Come O Come Emmanuel is way up there for me. So is O Holy Night. Um, I really like, uh, there's two different versions of In the Bleak Midwinter. Mm. Oh, yes. One of them is by Drake. Or Dark, Dark, not Drake. <laughs> dark. <laughs> what's up? I was like, wow. Really? Mariah Carey and Drake. <laughs> We are, uh, are we going to be singing the Drake version this year? You bet. Yep. The other version, D-A-R-K-E, not Drake. The other version is by Gustav Holst, and that is my favorite. 
Yeah, I love the whole version of In the Bleak Midwinter. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> it's good to know that that's the name of the... You were talking about this last year, and you were talking about the dark version, mm -hmm. and I thought you were using that as like an adjective. No, it's a name. Okay. It's the, the guy's name who did the arrangement. So, yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Moving on. Add some Drake and Mariah Carey to your playlist. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. <laughs> so, fourth week of Advent, um, this is the theme of love. Uh, and so the sermon was on Psalm 107, uh, probably my favorite Psalm. And yeah. So what are, what are your thoughts, Dave? Why did you choose Psalm 107 to, to preach on the Advent theme of love? What were you thinking there? I chose it because, uh, it's really, a it's really a Psalm about rescue and redemption and restoration, uh, that, that constantly beckons to the steadfast love of the Lord for mm -hmm. his people. Right. It, that's kind of the constant refrain throughout the Psalm. Um, in all these different situations they find themselves in, they call to the Lord and he answers and delivers because of his steadfast love. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 So the refrain, like in verse one, give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his steadfast love endures forever. Right. Yeah. And it happens over and over again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nick, do you know anybody that's ever wanted to make this like a permanent part of their life. Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I have it uh, tattooed on my arm. <laughs> so maybe we should ask you, so, well, so you, why, why would I choose this for a theme of love? For someone that has it tattooed, you yeah, should it know is. it well. It's just uh, it's a, the constant refrain of his steadfast love endures forever. And then there's these different sections where it talks about people who are in bondage, right? They're in just despair and without hope and they see no way out. And then they cry to the Lord in their distress and he bursts their bonds apart. And so then it says, let them thank the Lord for his wondrous works among the children of men for he cuts into the doors of bronze and shatters the bronze and shatters the bars of iron. Um, and so over and over, it's just his love breaking through when his people cry to them in distress. And it's just so encouraging that all we have to do is in faith, cry out to the Lord in our distress mm -hmm. and he's there yeah. and he is waiting to burst our bonds apart in Christ. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I, I really like it. And I yeah. tattooed, <laughs> tattooed <laughs> it on my arm. <laughs> and so. the reason I chose it for Advent is because we live in the, you know, we live in the already not yet where there's a lot to cry to the Lord about. Mm -hmm. And uh, the firm foundation of the psalm, even the verse he's talked about, you know, verse 15 is, let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love for his wondrous works to the children of man. Mm -hmm. So the, the anchor or the, the foundation of our confidence is the steadfast love, which again means covenant love. Uh, mm -hmm. And the covenant love that we have in Jesus is that, you know, the Romans 8, uh, there's therefore no, no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus and who can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And those answers, you know, there's, there's no condemnation. There's no one that can separate us. Right. And so we can we can approach the throne boldly in this already not yet reality we live in. Yeah. Um, I think when we think about the word love, it might be one of the most misunderstood or misused misused words. I love Taco Bell in our in our culture, right? You know, I mean, people mm -hmm. use love for all sorts of things, 
Yeah, I, I was misusing it, Ethan. <laughs> Don't look at me but like he that. should have seen Ethan's face. But also, <laughs> I like, say love. Really like, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do, too. That's the quality ingredients <laughs> yeah. is what it is. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, people just talk about love in all sorts of ways um, that ring really hollow. So, I mean, how, what is, when we're talking about like the steadfast love of the Lord, what are we talking about? It may be in contrast to how the world talks about love commonly. You guys have thoughts on that? Well, yeah, we don't. I mean, the, the steadfast love of the Lord is not tied to our up and down, fickle, emotional reactions towards things. Mm-hmm. You know, the steadfast love of the Lord uh, is that God sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins, that he loved us by giving of himself that way to bring us into his eternal yeah. triune love. Um, and that's, and it's unshakable. Again, it's it's an objective reality that's true and never changes. And maybe what's unique about it is that that love came for those that were unlovable to make them lovely versus what we mean by love, I think is that thing has something about it that draws me to it, right? Like the good ingredients at Taco Bell, right? right? So I- Or like, you know, people talk about like love at first sight. Right, Mm -hmm. right. You know? Yeah. Is that possible? I don't think so. Yeah, right. Maybe, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a different podcast. <laughs> wow. Probably but with the Mariah Carey theme song. Yeah, the exactly. But that's like the category you're talking about. Like you see someone and there's something that, you know, that people would describe as right. love, but right. it's, they're drawn to them. Right. Yeah. Really feelings mm. based. A, yeah. 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 Right. Mm. Yep. And we certainly hope that this objective steadfast, you know, reality of love produces uh, our response of love towards God and right. love towards others. Affections. But it's yeah, yeah, but it's it's really freeing that it doesn't go up and down. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's not like God loves me more tomorrow or less today. Mm-hmm. His love is cemented objectively in Christ. Mm-hmm. So that if I'm suffering, you know, if, it, it just frees me to not have to look around at my circumstances and go, what's God thinking of me? Uh, but we know what he's thinking of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's really freeing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You guys have anything that's, to Well, that's why I like the last verse of this Psalm, verse 43. Whoever is wise, let him attend to these things. Let them consider the steadfast love of the Lord. Mm-hmm. So if I'm looking at my situation or circumstances and I'm not considering his steadfast love mm-hmm. towards me, that's not thinking in wisdom. Can't you know? be wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, wisdom is like considering what is going on in light of his steadfast love towards me. Yeah. And I mean, it's hard to do that sometimes, but yeah, I just love that verse. That's great. You love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) Well, one of the things I love about God's love in this Psalm is it's, it's what you just said, like God's love for the unlovable Mm -hmm. because the psalmist is drawing attention to the fact that they're not suffering like, 
innocently. Right. But they are in these situations and these afflictions because they rebelled against the Lord. Yep, they spurned the counsel of the Most High. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And and for me, that's super. For I think for people with uh, really sensitive consciences, um, who may feel like because they've sinned that there's this distance and the, and that God has changed, that He's shifted in His disposition, in His heart towards them, to know that God's been for a really long time like coming mm-hmm. through for people that he loved who were in bad situations because they put themselves there. Mm. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I mean, that's, you know, just to draw it for full circle to the first <laughs> topic of Advent, hope. That's our hope, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That the love of the Lord um, in him is for us even when we put ourselves in, in bad mm-hmm. circumstances so we can hope in him. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, that's great. Um, so is so then we would say primarily love is not a feeling. Would we is that what we would say? We we I I think we would say uh yeah, yeah. I think we'd say primarily yeah. or foundationally. Mm-hmm. And yet um you know, it's it's interesting when we're called to love God, mm-hmm. uh, you know, love the Lord, your God with all your heart. Yeah. Soul mind and strength. And so certainly it's kind of all of, you know, we've, we've talked about embodied souls a mm-hmm. lot on this podcast. It's all of us. <laughs> his, his love for us demands all of our love for him. Um, and I think I actually, and, I, and the reason I, the reason I hesitated is because, you know, I think of places like Zephaniah, right? One of my favorite texts where God rejoices over us with loud singing that sounds like an emotion, <laughs> but it's coming from an objective reality. And so I think in the Christian life, we're always kind of banking on the objective realities and then wanting to live in accord with them like God does. God loves us and therefore he rejoices over us with loud singing. And I want people both to feel the objective reality like God loves us because of Jesus. So that's what's firm. And I also want people to think of God rejoicing over them, you know, I think I think that matters too. Mm-hmm. So, primary. So I don't I don't know if I'd even disconnect them. I would just say there's this foundational that doesn't go up and down with our emotions, but man, that they're a part of it as embodied souls made in the image of God. I don't know. Someone help me. I go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say that when I think about love a lot. Um, in scripture, at least, it's very often tied to an action mm-hmm. um, or something that can lead to an action. So love is patient. Love is kind. Being patient, being kind. Uh, for God so loved the world that he died. It's, yep. There's more of a, a turn towards an action than a feeling in many of the places it's described in scripture. Mm-hmm. You know, as soon as I said it, love is not primarily a feeling, I contradicted myself in my head because the place that love has its origins is in eternity past within the Trinity. Correct, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, what that is is just pure, sheer delight mm-hmm. in the persons of the Trinity. <laughs> right. Completely joyful in one another, loving one another. Yeah. And then that inner Trinitarian love was displayed in creation. And now we are caught up into that very love through Christ. 
Right. So I guess you can't, you can't divorce love from that source of absolute sheer delight that God has experienced for all of eternity. That's right. Um, now that's different than, you know, the feelings that's in some way that's different than the feeling that you see, like when you look at someone and you're attracted to them, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that love at first sight type thing. So we have to say, well, it's not, it's not totally just that emotion, right? It's not infatuation. It's not, you know, all these things that the world says are love, but there is at the root of it, an emotional feeling of love that's it's somehow definitional to what <laughs> love has been for all of eternity. You know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? I think so. And I do wonder if it, it gets at, um, I, I, it, when I did my sermon on love, I, I actually said that all true Christian love actually has to aim Godward. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I was getting at. You know, it has to, it, even in, even when we're, so I wonder if that's what people mean when they say it's not like an emotion, they mean, it can't just go up and down. It can't yeah. be fickle. It can't be because something is you. You like something. Mm-hmm. It's steadfast because you you've received steadfast love and delight, and therefore I'm gonna <laughs> give you steadfast love and delight that is aiming at helping you join me in my love of God. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I think that's the the action piece that Ethan is getting at. Even thinking about the intra-Trinitarian sheer delight in eternity past, and then God overflowed and created, right? Mm -hmm. You know, to bring other people into that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that I I think you're right. Like you can't divorce uh, feeling or affection from love, but it is a deep-seated feeling and affection that acts. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yep. That's good. Awesome. Anything else to say about love? Okay. Well, this has been a great series. I've really enjoyed uh, reflecting on these themes. Oh, there's one more? Yeah, we got the Christmas Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, stay tuned for one more. (laughs) 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 All right. Thanks, everyone.